Welcome. Welcome. You're listening to the Saddle Up Podcast. Where we discuss everything related to UTRGV athletics, past or present. We'll catch up with old teammates, friends, and take you down memory lane. With exclusive interviews. This is the Saddle Up Podcast. The voice of your covered walkway screens. So dope. This is going to be awesome. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. From Broad Village to the Fieldhouse. We'll cover it all. Hell yeah, dude. Carpe Daniel. So saddle up and let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Saddle up, partner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode this week. And this week, I know I say it every week, but this week we have the phenomenal honor to have a Rio Grande Valley legend. He's actually in the Hall of Fame, mind you. But he is known in basketball circles as the Wizard of Wessico. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Gabe Valdez. Gabe, welcome to the All show. All right, Gabe. All right, Gabe. Good to have you on the show, man. Well, I appreciate the intro, guys. Thanks for the invite. Uh, it's an honor. Um, I hadn't talked to you guys and seen you guys in a while. And, and you know, whatever questions or answers you want from me, I'm, I'm here. Um, yeah. You know, if it's part of giving back to to the history of the Bronx, um, you know, I've, I've had my own and, and I've lived up to watching other Bronx uh, before me. And, and and that's, you know, that's what started it for me. And, and you know, whatever whatever I can enlighten everybody or you all with or anybody with, you know, yeah. feel free to ask. Yeah, Gabe, let, let's start. Let's start there, Gabe. Exactly what you just said, because I know that you were an inspiration to others. You know, let's start from the very beginning, man, because you're from the Valley. You know, you being you growing up, you eight, nine years old, you know, picking up the basketball whenever you did. You know, who were your idols? Who did you look up to in the Valley? You know, those former Bronx that you talk about. Well, I mean, when it, when you I guess we're all so much invested in basketball that, you know, we yeah. at first, we, you know, we grew up thinking of the Michael Jordans and, uh, you know, those Charles Barkley's, Dr. J's. Um, yeah. but as, as, as my, my high school career started, I had a, a, a coach and I'm sure you guys know him, coach Renee Garza, who has been a great inspiration for me. Um, yeah. you know, and you would never think that here's a five foot two coach with polio <laughs> and you don't know, think that knows basketball. And I can probably basically tell you, I learned everything I know about basketball from him. Um, wow. but ever since I had a chance to play for him, I, I, I was inspired to, 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 to play at the next level. And I would hear about Chuy Guerra, you know, in the former Bronx, Jim McGurk and 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 Luke Jackson and 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 being from us ago, you know, it was like, OK, well, you know, so I I was kind of pushed to I always wanted a basketball college scholarship and uh, haven't heard about those guys. Never really got to see him, but haven't heard about him. And in the bridge, the rich tradition we have as far as basketball here in Wessico, it just inspired me. So I I. I in the back of my mind, I always wanted that basketball scholarship. So I was going to try to do whatever I wanted to. And yeah. it was just fortunate enough that I got to play for our local university with, here, at, here at the, in Edinburgh. And it was, it was phenomenal for me. It was just, what? it was a, well, you it was had a, a true and, yeah. and it's been a blessing. But you had a great, you know, obviously we had a great career in, in Westlaco. How did that, how did that come about? How did you, you know, did you have other opportunities? Did you decide, I want to stay here? You know, did, did was it was it was it something that you'd always thought about? You know, I want to play for 
UT Pan American. How did that process come along with recruitment? You know, who what who recruited you? This you is, know, and how did you? This is yeah. before. This is before like the internet, right? This is. This is back in the day when everybody had it. Yeah, you're exactly right, man. This is when you had to go to the library to to use the encyclopedias to do research papers, right? So this is like, I mean, for us, for us, it was it was. I mean, since we're down here, the only university around here is was UTPA at the time, Pan American. So us as high school basketball players, you know what? Let's go watch the university. So at the Mm -hmm. time when I went to go watch them, Kevin Johnson, it was. Uh, Anthony White, uh, Junior Ray. You know, I got to watch those guys, and they had a game against uh, capacity crowd game against DuPaul that that day that we went. And at that time, yeah. they had Dallas Comages. I mean, DuPaul was loaded. So, yeah. Yeah. So when I when I went to that game, it was kind of like, and of course, it's not like we could get in the car and go to you know, UT or, you know, right down the road, you know, so, so UTPA was, or, you know, Pan American back then was the only university. Um, so when I started to go to those type of games and mind you, I, I couldn't afford to go to a lot. So whatever my parents could afford, I went, um, but it kind of stuck to me. You know, I wanted to play for the university, wanted to play for the university. And then I started hearing the rich about Chuy Guerra, one of the best assist guys in the nation from Roma, uh, got to meet him. You know, Luke Jackson from Wessico. It was just, it just kept trickling in the back of my mind. Yeah. Well, then my coming into my senior year, uh, before Lon Kruger left, I, I got a visit from Lon Kruger. And uh, unfortunately, when he ended up leaving uh, Pan American for a, a better school, uh, oh. a better school, but he just he went to, well yeah, he ended up going to Florida, you yeah. know? So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Pan American or Florida, which one would it be? It depends so, who you ask. <laughs> yeah. So that's where it started for me. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Coach Kruger left at the time, and I ended up playing for Coach Wall. Um, but nonetheless, it, it was it was uh, it was a step that I needed to take. Um, there was some other some other schools interested, but I kept thinking about my mom at the time when I wanted yeah. to sign. So yeah. Yeah. and I wanted her to be able to see me. So I mean, it was it was kind of a no brainer for me. When when Pan Am came came knocking on the door, I I said, yeah. "Let's do it." Yeah. Wow, man! So what kind of like what? Yeah, that is amazing, ladies man. and gentlemen. We have that on wax right now. Like that is forever cemented <laughs> in the show. You know the story forever. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That yeah. that it, that is amazing, Gabe. I mean, now, it, let me it's... ask you this. Let me ask you this, Gabe. So. Obviously, you we'll touch more on your career, right? About you know favorite games and, and your your time at the university. But looking back, you know you're you're a kid from West Coast. You go to the school and you do you in that moment start to realize that you are becoming an inspiration for for like kids like a G Garza or a Lalo Rios or a Brian Molina. Like, are you cognizant and present? in your mind that you are making the steps or, you know, like a Chewy did for you, are you cognizant that you are inspiring kids that are coming up watching the games, you know, that you're playing in? Well, I, I, it's a good question, Matt, but, but like for me, I mean, back in the era that we grew up, it was tough, mm-hmm. but, but I mean, we had games at Wessico where it was, I mean, we had, we had just opened up the Sabula gym, which was capacity crowd. But I had I had young kids coming up to me wanting to sign hundred dollar bills like 
I mean, we had just beat Hannah capacity. We had, we, we had just, we were in the, we were in the regional area finals against San Antonio Holmes, which the cash brothers played at San Antonio Holmes ended up going to, to UT to play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when those games were coming along, it, it was, it was, it was more of a, at that time, it was more of an inspiration for me to want to play at the next level. Not necessarily where I had younger kids looking up to me. It was more of, I wanted the next step for, I wanted another door to open up for me. Yeah. So, yeah. and at the time, it, it was, t- at the time when I, my senior year, looking back at it, I was more, I, I was more signed as a token than as a player. And I, and I mean that in a way where, okay, well, let's pick up, let's pick up a Valley kid, uh, put him on the team yeah. and uh, you know, we'll get the Valley crowd to come in. So yeah. being, being one of the best basketball players my senior year, I mean, I, I, I got every MVP you can imagine from mm-hmm. all districts, all Valley to all-star game MVP to, so in my eyes, like I could play division one, but mm-hmm. in, in coach wall's eyes, it was kind of like, uh, we just yeah. need you because you're the best kid in the Valley. So, yeah. so at the time when I signed, that's how they felt, but that's not how I felt. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that's the door that I needed open, not necessarily to, to be the one to help Lalo or Eric Montalvo or Brian or, or G. That's right. yeah. It was the door to open up for me and yeah. to, to show people because people do look at these guys that play at UMass and, and uh, yep. San Francisco with a Hispanic name, but they don't necessarily believe that you can play basketball. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was tough for me. And I, when I, when I would, when I would go in the summers, my senior year to go play pickup ball, Swift was there, Roy Swift, Kevin Johnson. And at yeah. the time, yeah. I mean, and I want to be honest with you at the time they were dicks with me. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they, they didn't believe that I could play basketball. So, you know, as, as, as time went on, you know, I gained that respect from Kevin and Roy and, and, uh, we played a pickup game. I'm sure y'all know John Braxton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John John Braxton, uh, we played at over at Westaco East. I don't know, Matt, maybe you showed up one day or so Kirk and Kevin, we're all showing up playing pickup ball there at Westaco East and John Braxton. And so we're going at it. So, John Braxton makes a comment to, to Curry. He says, gosh, damn, man, I didn't know Gabe could play like that. He says, yeah, he's, he's not bad, man. So I knew, I knew it was going to be tough for me, but I never stopped. I mean, I was one of the hardest workers ever when I was there, on the years that I went. Yeah. But I still never got the respect from Coach Wall that I think I deserved, um, only for the fact that he thought I was just going to be a token yeah. But every yeah. year I, I I worked my butt off to make myself better, and every year I got more playing time. He to the point where he just didn't have a choice. Like I got to put him in. Is yeah. he just makes us a different team? So it was tough growing up, man. But I didn't look at it as I was trying to be an inspiration until I hear it now. It's like yeah. I, you know, I was joking with I was joking with 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 Lalo and Eric uh, because they went they came to our scrim they came to our scrimmage every year. Mm-hmm. And you know we, we're there joking around, and uh, so all of a sudden it comes out about Pan Am, and uh, so we're, we're we're joking, and all of a sudden I tell I tell Lalo I tell Lalo and, and Eric I say guys don't you ever forget man, 
don't you ever forget who opened the door for you at Pan Am. <laughs> <laughs> and then Donald starts laughing. He says, you know what? You're right. I won't say anything more. <laughs> so I, I never looked at it like that back then. But, yeah. you know, we talk about it now. And, and some of the guys, they'll, they'll, they'll thank me for, for being or playing the way I did that gave them the opportunity to be seen as a player, not just a token. Yep. Token. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Gabe, I, I want to, man, it, that's, that's one of the most honest responses that anybody could give because organically and naturally, like you said, it happened. You, because you were who you were and you decided mentally that I'm not going to let this thing get me down, man. I don't care what you think of me. I'm going to come in there. I'm going to whip, I'm going to whip some butt every day, every practice. I'm going to make you see me. And, and for you to have that mentality, I hope that we can reach high school players right now. I hope that high school players get on this podcast and listen to exactly what you said, because whether they stay here at Pan American, all right, or UTRGV, or they go to Shriner or McMurray or, you know, Texas A&M Commerce or wherever. And if they leave this area, they need to take that mentality with them. That's, yeah, that's, those he, are, those are awesome words. The, it's the a thing chip about on it your shoulder. Is, yeah. 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 I mean, but the thing about it too now is, is, you know, from the coaching aspect of it, you know, I try to, t I try to instill in my kids, like it, you don't have to be big to play big. Yeah. You know, you just, you, you know, and, and we talk about athleticism we talk about smarts and I try mm -hmm. to give them the analogy. I'm, I'm going to take, you know, and I'll tell, and I'll give them the, the, both options and I'll tell them which one, which one do you think I'm going to take? I'm going to take the athleticism, athleticism guy or I'm going to take the guy with the smarts. Yeah, and they'll be well, coach. You're yeah. gonna take that? No, no, no I'm gonna take the guy with the smarts because the guy with the smarts <laughs> is gonna try to find a way to beat your athleticism. So yeah, yeah. that's the way. You're gonna find a way. I to play college basketball. I had to be that way. I had to play a smart game yeah. because athleticism-wise, hey, I'm playing the six-six black guy or a, yes. well, yeah. we had Steve Rainey, a seven-foot white guy. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna, <laughs> am I gonna find a way like this? So yeah. Yeah. I had to find ways, but yeah. but my mentality too was okay. Just like I'm having to find ways for me to stop you, you're going to have to find a way to stop me because exactly. I want to make you look silly. Exactly. So, yeah, Gabe, and that that goes, you know, and I don't know if we 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 mentioned it. I know we mentioned that you're, uh, you know, obviously a UT Pan American legend and, and you're an awesome, you know, high school player. But, you know, what you're doing right now is you're coaching us. You know, you're you're actually you got your coaching voice on. Um, and, and you're, 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 you know, you're, you're the head coach and I don't know, a lot of people don't know you're the head coach, uh, for the Westville Panthers right now. You're coaching high school and you're, you're doing what, you know, a lot of people wish they could do is, is, is pass on that information, you know, pass on that mentality and, and, and into those kids, man, you get to see them every day. Dude. That's a blessing, man, that you get well, to enforce that, you know, force yeah. that, that mentality into those players. What, you know, kind of talk about that success that you're having in high school, man. I know you all been really good and you all made the playoffs this year. Do you want to touch well, on kind before of what you're you, Before you answer that, Gabe, I'd like to point out, G, that Gabe has single-handedly influenced generations in yeah. Wesco, yeah. male and female, yeah. because Absolutely. when I met Gabe, he was the female coach at Wesco High, and yeah. then he went over That's to Wesco right. East – and was the head coach there for the boys when they opened that school. And now yeah. he's at Westaco high school. So wow. like you've single-handedly like influenced generations on a basketball 
you know, standard for men and yeah. women in that community. So kudos to you. I don't know if anybody ever gives you your flowers, but I'm going to do it here. Like <laughs> you, yeah, you, man. you, man, you've coached so kids. And I'm sure if you go to HEB, you know, on Westgate, you probably run into an old student <laughs> here and there or whatever, yeah. you know? So like, but answer G's question. I just yeah, wanted to throw that in that little nugget. That's good though, well, man. I, I mean, guys, you it, it, it's, uh, it's been a blessing. I've been blessed. Yeah. You know, I've had great kids, both on the girls at East, at Westaco High. You know, I, 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 and I don't do it by myself. I don't, I don't, you know, and I don't, I don't ever try to take credit. I mean, the Lord has blessed me in ways where I, you know, I feel that he can, he gives me the opportunity to get the best out of kids. Um, the biggest, the biggest thing I try to get kids to understand is don't ever be a what if player. Mm -hmm. At the end of your career, you're satisfied with what you gave us or what right. you give. Um, don't be, well, coach, what if I would have done it? What if I would have done this? When you become a what if player, then you never processed what we try to instill in you to become the yeah. best. Um, yeah. But I've had great kids, guys. Uh, you know, I, I've been blessed. Uh, I've been blessed as a player. I've been blessed as a coach. I've had, I've had numerous kids um, day in and day out. I, all I try to do is, is try to give them the best knowledge I can as far as how to become a good basketball player. And at the end of the day, it's not, it's not really about the basketball. Um, yeah. I try to get these kids to understand life is much more than just what we love to do. Um, right. But I, I do try to get them to understand that basketball got me where I'm at. And mm -hmm. you know, I owe everything to well, my, my mom and dad. But yeah. you know, the game of basketball has really set a tone for me and, and being able to, to, to reach a lot of kids. Um, yeah. You know, and I try to get them to understand, you know, and I, in the game of basketball at a division one level, being 6'3 is really minute. Being 6'3 yep. in Hispanic is even worse. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and the truth is the truth and reality is reality. But it's like I tell them, you don't have to be big to play big. And, and yeah. it's one of the biggest messages I give to every kid every year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's, 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 I'm not, I don't do it by myself, guys. I, you know, I have a staff that helps me. Um, of yeah. course, they, I, they, they always reaching out, coach, what do you want? What do you need to do? Yeah. You know, and, I, yeah. and I'm, and I'm, I'm more of a hands-on guys. If I don't like what I'm seeing or what's being introduced by the, my staff, then I'm always stepping in and I'm always telling them, and this is guys, this is what we need to do this is how it needs to be said, right. because that's the way they're going to understand it. Yeah. And, right. and I've always been the type of, uh, I've, I've always been the type of coach that not everybody brings the best talent, but there's something that you're going to bring that I have to use. That's going to mold into whatever system we have. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily right. you're a talented guy. It's maybe you're just uh, you're a great passer. So I'm going to, I have, I use that in a way to inspire them to become better and not just passing, but a better dribbler down the road, a better shooter down the road, a better box out person down the road, a better person dives on the floor. Yeah. So yeah. It, 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 I've been blessed and I can, yeah. and I'll say it over and over, you know, I've had kids, you know, and, and the biggest, the biggest message I try to get them is guys, whatever you do in your life, don't ever be a what if. Yeah. And, and they'll come back and they'll say, coach, you know why you were right. Yeah. Let me what ask you, let me, let me, let me kind of pivot a little bit. Right. Let me, let me ask you this, right. Who was the best player you played against when you were at Pan Am? 
Mm. Uh, I hate to put you on the spot, but huh? Outside (laughs) of Pan Am? Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, if it was an opponent, if it was somebody you play one on one with every day that was on the team, like Mm, you know, if it was if it was against Mm -hmm. Matt Palmquist in the men's league, I don't know who it who it could have been, right? But you you know, Gabe, let me let me help you with that response. First of all, you you keep saying, you know, you don't have to be big to play big. What happened with Matt Pompwith? <laughs> Matt, I, Matt played well. I mean, player. Matt was after I Matt was after I, I left. It's a so perfect Matt example. Perfect, perfect example. I, can, I remember Gabe <laughs> throwing me lobs in men's leagues at Nikki Rowe. Hey. Like we were playing on Cardinals Cardinals <laughs> Motors and Gabe. Gabe would come down and just what were the, what throwing the lobs, though? and I'm like, "What? Gabe passed the ball? Like what? what was, like what was the result? I'm not used to this. Were you? I'm used to playing. I'm you. God dunked this shit, but <laughs> but I'm used to Lalo playing. I'm used to yeah. playing with Lalo, and Lalo never passed the ball. So yeah, you talking like about it. Talking about no, no passing at all. It's causing half court. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Montalvo never passed the ball. Like Brian Molina never passed the ball. Like Gabe's <laughs> dropping dimes. I'm like, dude, Gabe should have been like born like 10 years later. And we would have killed it. Oh man. But no, going wait, back, who, no was the, who was the who was the who was the best no player? To Lalo. No offense to Lalo. No, he's no, gonna watch no, this yeah, no he's offense gonna watch this. He's gonna go, Lalo, if you're watching this, man, I'm sorry. He didn't mean that. <laughs> No, I'm gonna yeah. send the link so you can see it. Yeah, Lalo watch it. Lalo, Lalo's gonna watch it, right? Lalo's watching oh, it on on Rocky's pumpkin patch right now. Shout out to Rocky, right? And so uh, shout out to Rock, man. But going back to the question, who was the player like that you remember was like either either a tough guard or like you know an opponent that it was a really really tough matchup that night, or you were just like, whoa, yeah. this dude can flat out ball like who was that guy well i mean there, there's there, there's a few matt one one that, that when i came in as a freshman we had a, a point guard by the name of lee body he was from uh canton ohio loved to guard him every day but he was he was tough because he had great court vision and once once you felt like he was going to pass he would just it, it was just at another level but I learned yeah. so much from him uh, that it helped me down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he would be one that I could say from our team that stood out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when I played against, there was a guy by the name of, there was actually two, which was one was B.J. Armstrong, which at the time he was playing for Iowa. Um, yeah. At that time, <laughs> wow. Iowa was, okay number, career. It, it was It was weird because <laughs> we go into Iowa. And, of course, mm-hmm. Iowa at the time is ranked number one in the nation. And I'm going like, okay, so we walk in this building. It's like, like, it's like if you're walking into a main building, like just walk in street level, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn, where's the gym at? <laughs> so of course I'm a freshman, you know, and we're going into to Iowa to play, and and I'm going like, so there's an opening, right? And I go down there to the open, and the floor's way down at the bottom. I'm going like, oh my gosh, what are we, what are we getting into? <laughs> so we come out, okay. We come out for warm up, and it's just a sea of black and black and yellow. Wow. So at the time, at that time, Iowa was ranked number one in the nation. Of course, their starting five is B.J. Armstrong, Ed Horton, uh, uh, Brad Lowhouse, 
Uh, Kevin Gamble. <laughs> and wow. uh, I think th- two of them went to the Boston Celtics, one to the Bulls. And it was like, okay, man, we ended up wow. losing by 50. But I, I learned a lot because <laughs> at that time, of course, we're down by 50. And Wall gave me the opportunity to 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 get in there. Yeah. Um, so it was an eye opener for me, knowing what I needed to work on, having Lee Body at home, playing people like him, Tony Harris at UNO. So, of course, wow. BJ yeah. was a little more my height. Tony Harris was about 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. But their styles of game were so different. So I had to fi- figure out ways to make myself better to compete mm-hmm. in that type of situation. But those wow. are a few that stand out to me. I mean, that I can wow. go down the line. Kevin, you know, Clarence Witherspoon. I mean, it was just – it was a great time. Man, wow. And in those four years, so many teams, so many players, man. I can – yeah, I only imagine that. It was great. It was great. We we had gone yeah. into uh, the Kemper Open. It was a tournament up in Kansas. Yeah. And at the time, it's us, UMKC, Stanford, and Kansas. Well, at the time, mm-hmm. Kansas had uh, Callaway. Um, they had Callaway, Mark Randall, and mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Pritchard was their starting three. Kevin and uh, Stanford had uh, – oh, what's his name? Who played for It was uh, Adam Keefe was their, was their starting right. forward. So we ended up wow. playing Stanford. We, we ended up playing Kansas to open up, and, and uh, Stanford played UMKC. So we ended up losing to, to Kansas. We ended up losing by 14. But hey, wow. Yeah, That's no, awesome. it was, it was, it was a great crazy. experience. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was really good. It was fun. That's wow, man. like th- this is, this is the stories like that are the reason why. Gene and I wanted to do this show to, yeah, to bring brings. This is the first time I'd ever heard that story, you know. Mm-hmm. And so to bring to bring the history back to life and have other people, whatever sport you played yeah. or male or female, to hear those like Pan Am played against the University of Kansas and only lost by fourteen. Like, kudos yeah, to you crazy. guys. Yeah. That credit to you guys because y'all were competitive. And it showed how much talent you had, mm-hmm. but like it, it showed that we could compete on that level on that stage. It do, it doesn't matter like what jersey you they had on or you have on. Like you could compete, and so man, that's that's nuts. I've known you for like twenty years now, Gabe, and you've never told me that story. Yeah, so man, I got I got I got guys. I got plenty of stories, guys. I mean, it was it was <laughs> at the time. You know, Give every, us every year. One, Coming in, coming Here's in. another one. Yeah, years. we got time. We always had, you know, it was it was always good for us because we always, when I in my four years that I was at Pan Am, we always got better. And of course, mm-hmm. my our junior year was the best the best uh, you know season we've ever had at Pan Am as far as my four years. Um, what, years being, what, what years did you play, Gabe? I was there from eighty seven to ninety one. Okay, right. But but it was funny because my sophomore year I was going to leave. Uh, because I just felt like Coach Wall wasn't playing me. You know, I, it was tough because playing 40 minutes a game in high school, going to playing, you know, maybe six minutes my freshman year. Yeah. And then my, my, I, was, I started to play more my sophomore year, but he, you know, he kind of played me somewhat like a, it was like a, you know, get in there, like a little bitch. Yeah. So, you know, going into the conference tournament my, my senior year, you know, we're down by 27 against UNO, against uh, USL at, in Lafayette. And with like 11 minutes left, he's like, I guess he was just like putting in the scrubs to him. 
So with 11 minutes left, I go off. Like I go off for 21. So yeah. we tie it up with like a minute, a minute and 10 left. So we're tied going back and forth. We get the ball back with like 33 seconds left. He calls a timeout. So we're coming to the bench and I'm thinking, okay, man, he's going to call a play for me. So we get to the bench and he's like, uh, all right, Gabe, uh, you're going to be the decoy. You're going to come off. And, and I get it. I mean, I'm a team player and I, I knew understood. And, and at the time, Melvin Thomas was our best player, you know, there at Pan Am. Yeah. So, you know, we go off, you know, he draws it up and, you know, Melvin ends up missing the shot and then they go down and Melvin ends up fouling. So they end up winning by three. So at the time, I had already talked to coach Tim Floyd over at UNO and I had talked to coach, uh, uh, he was the head at La Tech. I had, I talked to both head coaches about me wanting interested in leaving. And they were like, we'll take you in a heartbeat of this. We'll take you in a heartbeat. So when we got to the airport, um, Walt calls me over. He says, Hey Gabe, look, you had a great game. You know, I I can see you in a starting role next year. Um, I said, well, coach, I need to get it. When I get home, I'm going to talk to my mom, but I might, I might, end up, I might be transferring. Goes, well, no, let's, let's talk about it. I said, well, let, let me talk to my mom when I get home and then I'll let you know. So at the time I get back, of course, I get back to, to the Valley. And of course I talk to my mom and my mom's like, well, yeah. mijo, I'm not going to see you anymore. He goes, I said, so, I mean, that made my decision. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. <laughs> when I got back, when we got, when we got back to my junior year, Wall had brought in one of the best recruiting classes Pan Am had in a while. Yeah. So we had, you know, Steve Rainey, Melvin Thomas, Chris Jones, uh, Steve Rochelle, uh, uh, Brett Andricks, uh, Fred Young, Clyde Davis. I mean, we just down the line, we were like 12 deep. And that's what we ended up. We ended up being uh, we were on ESPN in the championship game against UNO. We lose that one at the buzzer beezer. And of course, you know, uh, whoever won it was going to automatic bid. So we ended up losing that. So we thought we were going to get an invite to the NIT, but it didn't pan out for us. But we got to find that game. I want to find that game, Matt. Yeah, we need to find that game and we need to post clips of it. But I want to point out this, right? I don't know if you knew this game, but I'm I'm certified to be an NBA players agent, right? So we deal with like the – the NIL space now, like kids in college. Yeah. Gabe, do you realize how much money you could have probably made on NIL deals? <laughs> like, you could have had Taco Palenque. You could have had, like, the wizard, I mean, the wizard, the wizard taco, the, the wizard, wizard of Westaco, like the wizard sauce. Like, you could, like, man, you could have had blow the marketing up, man. You like, if you've never up. been to Westaco, the listeners, if you've never been to Westaco, there's this Mexican restaurant called Cedros, right? <laughs> Cedros would have, like, they would have been like, they would have, dude, you could have ate there for man. a lifetime, man. Like, man, you know? speaking, speaking of, speaking of, Gabe, it's your time at Pan American. What was your favorite place to eat? Take yes. it down memory lane, man. What was well, your go-to? Well, stars. I don't know if you all know, there was, it was a Starlight Burger. It was like right down yes. the road. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, it's still there. Starlight Burger, it's still there. We go to Starlight Burger all the time. All the time. Oh, uh, remember, I mean, Matt, you know Paul, right? Paul Medellis? Yes, yes, yeah. Coach Medellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shout yeah, out to Paul, played, yeah. He played baseball, yeah. Well, okay. me and Paul all the time. Of course, they, they, they were like my roommates, man. Like, they never yeah. left my dorm room. But we would always wow. go to Starlight Burger. Always. Wow. Hey, Ryu, Matt, when you come down, 
We're gonna have to go to a game. We're gonna go. We're gonna games. do a live show from Starlight Burger. We're gonna walk right in, in the parking and, lot, man. Yeah, because <laughs> if you've right. never been to Starlight Burger, there's no like sitting area. There's just like Bro. you get it to go and you walk out, right? And tailgate. so tailgate, yeah, you tailgate, tailgate. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout there out to go. Starlight Burger. We we got to get them on as a sponsor or something, man. So, yeah, oh, that's man. crazy. Well, Gabe. We're going to have to wrap up the show, but we're definitely going to invite you back. I mean, because yeah. I know you're full of full of stories and we haven't even scratched the surface about, you know, the time that you were there. So I just want to say yeah. thank you. And I want to give you your flowers now. Like you, <laughs> yeah, you Gabe, inspired you, so many, you inspired yeah. so many and without you paving the way for, you know, the way you did, the way Chewy did for you and the way you did for G and, and, and guys like Lalo and Eric, like you deserve a lot, a tremendous amount of credit. And and I want to yep. say, you know, I always knew you could play. I saw you play. I, I never saw you in college, but I saw you play, you know, pick up games and in, in, in men's leagues. And yeah, you were a hell of a player. So I just want to give you your flowers and, and thank you for, for giving what you did to the, to the university because so many people, need to be thankful for it so yeah kudos and good gabe and kudos to you man for for inspiring those kids every day man with those teams yeah. that you, that you coach and that you appreciate coach. it uh you keep doing keep doing god's work man